I, or rather my publicist normally says is, when being introduced, it's Zachary Levi. Yeah. But then beyond that, you can call me whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. You can call me Dumpy Bum all day long. All right. Hey, Schmucko. So, Schmucko, how do you feel about relationships? Well, I'll tell you. Um, okay. First of all, when you drove up here, I really like your truck. By the way, is, is you, do you all have the other Raptor in here? Yep. I, I, as soon as I, were, I drove in, I was like, that's probably fucking Chris's Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys need to put together like a sponsorship with oh, Ford. Fuck, fuck yeah. I can't wait for the new Bronco to come out. It's going to be built on the Raptor. But I want, I kind of want like you to be driving and Chris on your lap. Okay. Like if you guys did like a, I, I great, a great ad. I could be into that. But you could be like driving through dirt ditches and sort of bouncing on each other. Oh yeah. I'm into it. I'll be in the way back. In the way, way back. You'll be, you'll be, just, you'll be around. just like surfing in the bed of the truck. Like, guys, guys, take it easy back there. Like, I've got eight concussions. <laughs> <laughs> I already do actually probably have eight concussions. How? I, You know, that's just sort of the way I live. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the stairs. Anna, what do you need to tell us? <laughs> well, fell down the stairs, fell off a boat... You know, what else? Like you do. <laughs> um, so, but wait, I do want to, uh, first of all, I'm, thank you so much for being here. My, my pleasure. Anytime. Um, Anytime. Really? Yeah. Do you oh, mean oh, that? Mother. You dropped a grape. Um, but do you, do you really mean that? Anytime? Because yeah, anytime that I'm, means Anytime like, I'm available. So I call you up at 4.30 in the morning. You'll be like, Listen. Okay. Listen, if you guys get so inspired that you have a podcast you need to do at 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> you just, give me, a, you just give me a buzz. <laughs> guys, special edition, 4.30 a.m. Um, let's introduce our guest, Anna. Um, Zachary Levi, thank you so much for being here. Hi. We've known each other for a little bit of time. Yeah, we have. How do you two know each other? That's a really good question. <laughs> I was actually going to talk about that <laughs> earlier when we were when we were uh, offline, because now we're online. I was going to say, I've probably known you, like, I don't know, like a decade or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I cannot, I literally, for the life of me, I cannot remember where we met, although I knew you pre Chris and I knew Chris pre you and then I rem- and then I remember we bumped we all bumped into each other or we all as if you guys weren't together I bumped into the two of you in New York we were at the the Bowery do you remember that the Bowery yes. hotel yeah and it was such a it was, a, it was such a delight to see you yeah and just being able to catch up on life and I oh mean god we were talking about everything how you guys met and uh and just where life was taking all of us. And, you know, I mean, L.A. is a really interesting town. Hollywood is a really interesting part of this town. And when you find people that are kind of kindred spirits and are genuine people, of which there are a good amount, but, you know, everyone's schedules are everywhere. And um, so it's always nice when you get to run into people that you genuinely like and and respect. I mean, I think you and Chris are so incredibly talented and have such awesome hearts. So, like, what do you mean? Like, what do you- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> but I- the things that you work on, you know, you do them very well, like those things. Oh, go on. Oh, go on. 
Um, I have a compliment for you, though. Oh, continue. So, um, well, I have a lot of compliments for you. I mean, you're... Space them out. It's a long you're podcast. You're handsome. You're smart. Yep. You're wildly talented. Yep, all of those things. Um, and you're, most importantly, incredibly kind and a generous person. And you're here tonight, which is, just makes me feel, just fills my heart with joy. Um, so the compliment that I'm going to give you, though, is, is from somebody that I don't know if you know at all. I don't know why you would necessarily. But we, Chris and I have a dear friend who used to be... Um, a tour guide at Warner Brothers. Oh. And he would talk about how they're, as tour guides, they don't get paid a lot at all. No. And, um, and they're not allowed to uh, solicit for tips at all, but they are allowed to accept them. And he would say that you are by far the nicest celebrity. And any time that a tour, cause, because you would wave at people, you would be so kind um, during your show, Chuck, um, that that every time, he, he just was always singing your praises and he would always get big tips because of you. <laughs> and he, I'm so he glad would, I helped that guy get some cash. That's yeah. well, who is he? Um, his name's Aaron LaPlante. Aaron LaPlante, okay. And uh, I know Aaron. I didn't know it was, you were talking about Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I love Aaron. Yeah, and now, so now I work on Warner Brother a lot. The Warner Brothers. Mom lot. shoots at Warner Brothers. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, so now I try my best to wave at like the passing yeah. tour. You know, the all the tour guide Heck buses, yeah. and uh, I would say fifty percent of the time people wave back. The other fifty percent, they sort of stare at me with a sort of yeah. Why the fuck is this person <laughs> somebody who's dressed like this? <laughs> like who is that homeless woman? Yeah. How did she get on the lot? <laughs> yes. Why are they waving? But I, I still feel like, you know what? I got to be like Zachary. I just, I, I got to like. What, WWZD. What would Zach do? Look, I, I always felt, I always felt like, I, and, I, and I, I still believe this, and I, I say this a lot when I'm doing, you know, various things or whatever, but I, I oh, Is this oh, me? oh, check you out. No way. Oh, didn't put oh, it on man. airplane mode. Didn't even so put it on silence. Shit, I thought man. I told Jeez you to put it on airplane Louise mode. Fuck you, I said Sam, that in the beginning. But I'm so sorry. Give me your phone. Just give them to me. Just no, give no. Him. Who is it? Is it Chris? Is it Chris? No, it's, if it's Chris, it's, let's put it on No, it's turn. Joe from Mom. He's the PA. Oh. He's probably giving me a call time. No, I do not want to talk to him. I love him, but I do not want to talk to him. He's just giving me my call time once again, which is probably 930. Yeah. Mm. Call times That's a on, pretty good call Call time. times on multi-cameras are pretty sweet. Yes, yeah. it's true. It's true. I cannot complain. Oh, man, I missed that schedule. That's such a good schedule. It is. Um, but what I was saying was uh, ultimately I, I really do believe that the, you know, fans of shows are the producers of shows. They they are the patrons of the arts, and anytime you have the opportunity to either either thank those fans or make a new fan by just putting love into the world, putting kindness into the world, and you know the the tra- the trams. I mean, they're not really trams at Warner Brothers. They're just like these massive golf carts that hold like twenty people. Um, but, you know, if I'd be outside, you know, hanging out, dicking around with other cast members or out on my, like, skateboard or something, um, you know, one of the trams would come by and I'd be like, hey, everybody, welcome to Warner Brothers. I loved working in Warner Brothers. It was, I would go visit all the other sets. ER was shooting right next to us. Like, it was the end of ER. 
and like uh, Scott Grimes and Stamos and uh, more Tierney and all these folks. They were so cool. And I'd go visit Two and a Half Men or go by Two Broke Girls. And it was just a really, uh, it was just, a, you know, lot life to me. Like I always, I always think about it like, like the type of lot life like back in the day. All the different movie stars always like walking around. Like kind of, you know, ultimately what I always think of lot life like is, is, um, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. You know when he get. By the way, which also took place at Warner Brothers, and all of these weird actors like in space suits or uh, cowboys, and everybody's milling about and like, holy shit! Like they're all actors and they're all working together and in this this big kind of this world of these little microcosms. But at any rate, I just I I like having fun with people and I and I think kindness just goes so far. And these people look, they paid to go on a tour hoping that they'll see people mm-hmm. on these shows. So give them a fucking fun time. You know, wave at them, say hi, or occasionally if I had the time, you know, take pictures with them. They'd all like jump off the cart and want to take pictures. And it's like, yeah, cool, whatever. If that means they might go home and be like, listen, I never watched this show before, but that guy was really nice and I want to go watch it, then that's time well invested as far as I'm concerned. And even if they don't see the show, at least they walked away thinking, Hey, that was a, that was a pleasant experience. And that person was kind because that's ultimately at the end of our life. I guess it's like that, that Beatles song, but like, you know, the love you take is equal to the love you make or whatever. It's like the love that you give the, the, what you put out there. Hopefully when you're dying on your deathbed, you get to feel all that and know that you, lived a full and complete life. So, I mean, it's these are bigger philosophical things that all are that are all pertaining now to a Warner Brothers tour, but the point <laughs> is but the point is it doesn't matter if it's a Warner Brothers tour or somebody that you bump into on the street or whatever. Like there's never I I don't think there's ever an excuse to be a dick. There's even if somebody's being a dick to you, you can have healthy boundaries and say, "Hey, you can try to be kind and if they're being continuing to be shitty then you can at least be assertive and still not be a dick and go hey guess what i'm gonna walk away from this yeah have a great life peace out and if more people did that we could diffuse a lot more situations but anyway that's warner brothers tram tours for everybody <laughs> rock and no, roll but 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 he would talk about uh and all the other celebrities would go nameless but he would always talk about how you were like by far and away the kindest and well, I, I really, really, I really appreciate that. And tell him I said hi, by the way. I will. Yeah, I will. And you know, with the cool thing about working on Warner Brothers too is that um, when I first got to town, I would have to park way far away to get an audition. You know, yeah. to like get a audition. I'd be walking through the lot, sweating, with like my sides in my hand, um, and the security guards like barely letting me in, yeah. and and uh, you know, the occasional person being like. Have a good audition. Yeah. And be like, do you really mean it? <laughs> um, and then I wouldn't get it. But so now t- <laughs> to be able to drive onto the lot and to get is to it, like park. Isn't, I don't, that, yeah, isn't that awesome? I, yeah, I feel it still feels really surreal. I feel really, really grateful. Do you remember Do you remember the first time you ever just walked onto a lot, like going for an audition? Wasn't it oh, like. I felt like there was a gazillion, like all of them. Yeah, I was always yeah. like having to park way far away and feeling embarrassed but but also but also like not not that I ever des- not, I didn't feel like I deserved to park on the lot but yeah and and it's, but especially Warner Brothers because it really is so iconic and yeah. um yeah yeah and and not really not getting with the roles but um but yeah I it feels so it still feels very special to 
to have a parking space. Absolutely. It should. I think when things start becoming normal, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is this is my life. That's when you have to take a moment and go, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know that this is ever normal. Uh, you know, not that you shouldn't appreciate and feel confident and comfortable in, you know, what you've achieved in life. But so much of Hollywood is, uh, it's not real life. It's, 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 um, it's, it's bigger than life. It's, it's amazing. And it's so great that we get to do what we love to do. Um, but you know, so I think part of the reason why it, it, it should never become normal is because so many people outside of it don't treat it as normal. And you know, it's, they, they put stars and celebrities and whatnot on, on pedestals and, and, it, and if when I think it's when stars and celebrities start believing that they belong on a pedestal, yes. that's when that shit gets real, real messed up. That's and, right. and you and you gotta you gotta you gotta keep remember that it's fleeting. It's it not a, yeah, not only is it fleeting, but it we're still schmucks. Like everybody's still a schmuck. At the end of the day, we still fuck up. We do all kinds of things that we shouldn't do. I don't know. We're about human I beings. Mean, <laughs> so except for you. Except I'm for the you. Anti schmuck. So what, the, what, happen, the what happens when you when you have friends that turn into those people? Like, what do you say? What do you do? I mean, I, you know, fortunately, I don't, I, I haven't, I haven't run into that. I have, acqu- I have acquaintances maybe that, that have had some huge success and the next time, time I run into them, they're, I feel they're a little disconnected from the real world and, um, because you're not on their same level of success, they don't have time for you. But look, here's the thing. Everybody's on their own journey. I try. I try not to. I try not to cast any uh, judgment on wherever they're at. You know, it's not. That's not my job. My job is to keep myself in check and to keep doing the best work that I can do, and you know, and hopefully continue to be kind. And, and don't you think that well, that getting like long longevity is a value in for a ton of reasons in this town, but. One of them is because getting your first few big jobs is huge. It's huge, and it feels rare and incredibly special and incredibly lucky and dizzyingly lucky, like you've won the lottery. But then getting your 27th, 28th, 29th job is actually, that's when you feel a little hardened. That's when you feel a little, not hardened in a bitter way, but that's when you feel like, oh, this is... Um, this is, there's no finish line. There's no like, well, you know what? I got my first big movie, so therefore I'm good to go for the rest of my life. Yeah. And, um, cause it's easy to believe, at least for me, it was easy to believe that at first. Um, I mean, I don't know if you saw a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. But, but, but by the way, the, by the way, I think the first time I met you, I told you I saw a scary movie and you were fantastic in it. And was I like, fuck you. <laughs> you might have been. <laughs> you might have been. And by the way, and I understand. And then I just got it rejected such, it was... like 40 more times after that. And now I'm like, hi. Remember when you liked me in movie? Stop it. I still do. I still do. Um, but no, I think that the the... I think the goal is, I guess, sort of trying to not absorb... Um, I don't know. It's so it's hard because I want acceptance all the time from everybody, but I think that it's 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 hard. Everybody does, by the way. 
everybody wants acceptance all the time. I mean, we are all dealing like with you so just many. Gave me acceptance for my need of acceptance, <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome. Uh, no, Thank look, so we much. all we're all we all have so many crazy insecurities and thing, and and actors probably have. I don't know. We might even have a few more than everybody else does, mainly because our job is. You know, we're not we're not selling vacuum cleaners. We're not we're not shilling a product that is something other than ourselves. We're shilling ourselves. We walk into every casting office and we're you know being so vulnerable and laying ourselves out there and hoping that who is ever on the other side is approving of us it's the it's one of the most fucked up but we, things and in we the world. also have to like uh, try to solve their pro- their puzzle of the script right so it's not yeah. like we're an artist saying like here's my painting do you like it which is must be a whole very vulnerable in and of itself but instead it's it's also like not only do you, i hope you really like me but also i'm going to attempt to interpret your words yeah and so there's there's these complicated levels of rejection yeah. and and ideas for how do we please accept me and did i do it right did i solve the puzzle um, yeah, and oftentimes I don't. So. And, yeah, and 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 as and if you're and if you're selling vacuum cleaners, if they're excellent vacuum cleaners, it's a pretty you know binary thing. It's ones and zeros. People go you know looking at a Dyson or whatever. You can do the you can do the test, and the Dyson picked up more dirt than another vacuum. Great, we'll sell a whole bunch of those Dysons. But you can be an excellent actor, but you don't fit into the puzzle of this project or that project or whatever, whatever that may be. And when you get rejected, you start really doubting your abilities, Mm -hmm. you know, and we get rejected a thousand times more than we're ever accepted Mm -hmm. until, until finally, you know, God willing, you ever get to a place where you're so successful that you start creating your own, your own destiny. I mean, DiCaprio doesn't get rejected anymore. DiCaprio, DiCaprio's the one who's rejecting uh, other people. He just auditioned for this podcast. And Did he? I was like, no he was like, listen, way. Listen, we, we, we decided to pass on Leo. Listen, bud. That, not that real, knot, dude. That man bun is just <laughs> putting me off. And what do you have to say about relationships? <laughs> but no, you're completely right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an unbelievably vulnerable position. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and insecurities are, are nuts. So we do want to feel accepted, you know, even just on a human level, aside from our vocation, we want to feel accepted in the world. So, But, you know, I feel I, 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 you know what? I constantly say this on the podcast and it makes me fucking crazy. I constantly say, I feel like, I feel like. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I, I just hear it over and over in my head and I'm like, who the fuck wants to hear what you, I feel like? I don't think like? you say that. And everyone wants oh, no. to hear what you feel like. That's the point of the fucking podcast. <laughs> Duh. Exactly. Exactly. I, it's your podcast. Exactly. You, can say, you can say what you feel like. I I am definitely... By the way, better to say... Better to say... No, seriously. Hear me out real quick. Better to say, I feel like, than start making statements as if they're fact. I think this is one of the biggest problems of the world right now. Okay, so people what would be feel, that? Well, no, because people feel a lot of things, but instead of saying, I feel like, they say... This is what is. And that doesn't leave a conversation for anyone. If you just start laying down whatever your feelings are like, this is what it is, then then it's like, well, if that's what it is, then why are we even talking about Mm -hmm. it? You're clearly not open to what I have, what I feel like. But if you start something with, you know, I feel like this is the state of 
this particular political thing or this religious thing or whatever the hell else is going on in the world, then the person on the other side of the conversation, A, gets to hear what how you feel about it, and then they get to ask themselves, well, how do I feel about that? So don't knock that. That's so a good thing. you're saying I'm super generous. You're super <laughs> jans. You're sips jans. <laughs> but I do, I, I do feel like, oh God. Work it out, work no, it out. I'm working it out. Um, but... I'm in a place now where I have a, I, I do for the first time in a long time, um, feel like I can generate my own work, even if, even if a lot of it's going to fail and might not sell, but at least I I have a more confidence now having been here for a while than I did. Uh, I feel more control, I guess. Sure. Absolutely. and and I we've been here for roughly the same amount of time. I got here a little bit earlier than you. Yeah. I don't want to talk about. No, I do want to talk about. My let's talk. Age. Let's talk about the sixties. Go back to that. <laughs> JFK oh, was God, in office. Was so sexy. We were going to the moon. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I do. Wouldn't that be amazing? I want to be like one of those sexy 60s girls. By the way, if you came to Hollywood in the 60s and look as good as you do right now, everyone would know that you're the vampire. Like They would be like, wait a minute. This is impossible. Okay, I love you. Uh, Thank you, though. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) But do you feel the same way that, that, like, I truly... I do. You know what? Honestly, in in the last few years... I, I feel like I have, yes, I feel like I have finally kind of come to a place where, I mean, look, I, from, I, I really, I do, I do feel like my entire career has been very blessed. I, and, and, and I don't know, um, I certainly know there's a lot of people who have come, even succeeded on some level, and even in huge ways, you know, and then it kind of petered out. I mean, there's actually, there's probably more of them than there are of people uh, of the, of the other. Yeah. I always tell people, especially when I think that, you know, there might be a young actor or whatever that I feel like, you know, and they're, they're, we're talking about life or the, or our careers. And I always like to reference things of like, you know, you stay humble, stay hungry, stay kind, because you have no idea how long this wave is gonna is gonna last. There are people who are the biggest stars in the world, and they have a hard time getting arrested right now. Molly Ringwald was—I mean, she was like she the was biggest, huge. She was the biggest star in the world at one point. She was yeah. doing everything. Everyone knew her. She was fantastic, gorgeous, beautiful, talented—all these things. And then, for whatever reason, that that wave crested, and 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 Molly who. By the way, I, I met brief in passing somewhere. I don't know where the hell that was. Who was very sweet. Would she do the podcast? I don't know. I, I, I don't have her number. I'll track her down for you. Don't worry. I'm, I'm now working in casting for your podcast. This is great. Um, but, but, it's, but to me, and not that, you know, and it's interesting because her story is not even like a cautionary tale of like drugs and alcohol or whatever or ego, her, which to me is even, even more poignant because 
a lot of people can look at like, you know, I don't know, like Robert Downey Jr., who did obviously <laughs> came back around, but he lost it all because of drugs. And so young actors might be like, yeah, yeah, like, but I'm not going to do that. And I go, I, 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 but there's so many other things that can take you down. And one of them is just the business. Exactly. It, you don't have to be, it, you could be humble and kind and not lose yourself into drugs or anything like that. And it you it, you just kind of lose that heat, and then it's gone. So uh, that that's a that's a weird deal. So I mean, I definitely count my blessings every day, and I'm and I'm very grateful that I've been able to work as long as I have. But you all, but you got to work at working. That's right. You, you have to gotta, be a self generator. You, you got to work at working. And I when I first started, I saw we also you know interestingly enough we kind of we were we were both coming up in this business at a time when television specifically but also films you know there was there was a there, there, there was some glory days of film and television, oh, right? For a long, long yeah. time. Especially for young, yeah. 19, like, to Early 2000s. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, really, really, it's like, I think 2000 was kind of like right. the end of it. You know, NBC okay. and Friends and Seinfeld and all, like, for all, TV. Remember for all t- the yeah. teen, but remember all the teen movies, too. But tons those. of teen movies. Teen like, movies, late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. But, but 2000 and below, so, like, you know, and, and prior... There was so much money. There was, I mean, every, executives were just rolling right. in this stuff. And if you were lucky enough or blessed enough to be an actor on one of these shows, you could renegotiate. You could get all, you know, there was all kinds of good, you know, these were the these were the the salad days or whatever. That that mm-hmm. might be the wrong term, but I think it's the correct one. So we'll go with that. <laughs> I, I think it was. Uh, the salad days yeah. of, of Hollywood. And then, and then things started kind of like slowing down. Shows started kind of failing, and we were getting into TiVo, and then we started getting to online. And, and teen, there really was a teen movie. Like I got here right at the end of sort of the teen movie yeah. craziness. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. But- what? It's a podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be here for three hours. Guys, this is the marathon. I don't know if you realize what you tune in for, but we're here all night. All night on on a versus Unqualified. We're going to take you to Wisconsin tonight. Yes. But you were saying? Well, but the idea that there was this, there was this time where there were so many teen movies as well. Not only tell, you know, tell it like a lot, ton of money in television, but a lot of teen movie opportunities. Can't hardly wait. Oh, I Dude, like I wanted to be a part thing. of Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait. So She's all that. I mean, everything yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. did at the time. <laughs> everything. Uh, oh, by the way, there's another example. Yeah. Pretty Prince. Uh, Fre- Pre- Amazing guy. I mean, Freddie's Pretty Prince Jr. <laughs> Sorry, Freddie. Um, but yeah. Amazing, amazing guy at the top of his game in the early 2000s. Like the yeah. one of, arguably one of the biggest stars Ethan, in the e- 20s. Ethan Embry, another example. Ethan Embry, exactly. S- sweetheart of a guy. Mm-hmm. These things, like the, the ebb and flow of it is gnarly. And, and you were starting, and I was starting at the tail end of what was this massive, massive movement. And so then we start coming into this world. And what I, I'm very grateful for that I, at least I had an understanding of I, there's not the same momentum going on. There's not even the same amount of money. Hollywood's cutting back on the amount of movies they're making. They're not paying TV actors as much yeah. anymore. They're not even developing as many TV shows. So I knew early on, I was like, if I'm ever going to get an edge in here, I need to keep my eyes open and I need to try and use whatever I have to parlay into another thing, to parlay into another thing, to parlay into another thing. So to answer your question... Yes, now I feel like with like 
I started this company called The Nerd Machine, and we do this event at Comic-Con, now six years running, called Nerd HQ. I have a production company, and you know all of these things that just... And by the way, none of it's like... <laughs> none of it is I'm not bathing in money at this point I, I I always picture like the Scrooge McDuck just like jumping into his massive like <laughs> vault of gold coins uh, and swimming around which by the way is is if we're going to get into physics just for a second that's not possible if you were to jump into a massive pile of gold coins you would break your neck I just I want to I this is a cautionary tale any massive rich people out there don't do that you were so uh, wrong but do invest I in gold have- Dove into a many a hot tub filled with gold coin. Dove, dove, <laughs> dove. Why, by the way, what is the past tense of dive? Is it dove? Is is this like the Amy? Amy, what do you? What is it? Dove. It's is, dove. It's dove. Thank you. Dove. It is dove. No, no, but okay. but, but, but no. But here's the yes. here's, but here's the thing though. But you said I've dove. I have dove. Okay. All right. This is no, no. my fucking house. I know. You want to dive into my hot tub filled with gold coin? <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, I do. Where is yes. that? Okay. Can we do this podcast from a hot tub full of gold coins? (laughs) Then you better accept that that I am right all the time. So the whole time I can just be like picking up scoops of gold coins and letting them go. And it's clink, 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 clink. But you got to, yeah, you got to, as much as you you can. You have to be a self-generator, right? You do. It sucks dick. Um, Okay. So. I find it very empowering, but all right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So now we're going to go into a brief segment called Deal Breaker or Not. Oh, let's get into this And this this is about dating. Are you ready? The worst. Okay. We're going to explore a little bit of this in general. I'm into it. I'm into it. For a little, for a minute. If anyone out there is wondering why my mouth is making weird noises, because I'm eating while we're going. There's a cheese platter. There's a cheese. There's cheese and and meat. Yeah. And Mindy, thank you. For this and also, amazing you, cheese Mindy. platter, and also there's these funny little like little like, like breadstick things, bread, yeah, cheesy breadstick crisps. Right. Oh, listen, listen, cheese straws, yeah. cheese straws. <laughs> that, well, that is right, yeah. That's what it sounds like. In case anyone was wondering, <laughs> the taste of delicious. Continue on. Okay, so um, this is you're dating somebody new. Okay, these this is called deal breaker or not. Bring it. The I, your new girlfriend yep. wants to have a birthday week. Oh man! <laughs> deal, d- deal breaker. <laughs> deal breaker. And let me explain why. Um, deal breaker. Well, first of all, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not. I know I'm in the minority on this, but I think. I think there's there's way too much self indulgence in the world to begin with, and um, not that I don't think that we should take a moment to appreciate the people that are in our lives and celebrate the fact that they're alive, um, but I think beyond like twelve, a birthday, <laughs> it, it's like what the fuck are we even doing? You know what I mean? Not, actually, twelve might be a little too young, but particularly once you become an adult, like if you want to have a party, like I have birthday parties, but I only have birthday parties as an excuse to bring all of my friends exactly. together so we can all have like a dance Completely. party. But to have these moments where it's like, but it's about me. It's about <laughs> me. I'm like, go fuck yourself. It's about you. Go live your life. Why do you need everybody constantly giving you gifts or giving And by the way, and another thing, and all of my friends know this, um, I don't even, I'm not even really into like birthday presents and stuff. What I'm into and and I feel this way. Ford F one fifties. I'm going to go on a little tangent, but bear with me. 
I genuinely don't even believe, not that I don't believe in Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter or the various holidays we have, but I have a very specific philosophy on this, which all ties back into this whole birthday week, week thing, but I don't like celebrating Christmas for Christmas. I don't like celebrating Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving. I don't like celebrating these holidays as if they are the kind of like ultimate um, day that we do these things because I, I personally feel like we that the the populace uses these days as the as the excuse to not do those things all year long. So why aren't we just thankful every day? Right. Why aren't we generous every day? I why do this. why do yeah. we have to wait till for one mm-hmm. day to then start to then start, you know, getting all these people presents when by the way, all of this stuff if you go trace, you can e- easy go Google or Wikipedia Thanksgiving or Christmas or any first of all, so many of them are like, you know, Actually, no, I'm not even going to go on that tangent. That's too much. (laughs) But I will say that, you know, corporate America or corporate world is so happy that we've all bought into the idea of we got to buy everybody presents. Why are you doing that? Why don't you just spread it out all year long? Why don't you, if somebody has a birthday and and then go to their birthday party or just call them and say, hey, happy birthday. But, but, but if you know they're super into like, I don't know, cold play and six months before or after their birthday, they're coming through town. Get them the some fucking, fucking tickets. tickets. Get them the fucking tickets. Why did instead totally. people go and waste money on some card and some bullshit yeah. gift that ends up in a drawer or regifted somewhere? I like this. Okay, this I, is it's all nonsense to I me. I love this, but, but I, would I like never. this. You would never what buy somebody Coldplay tickets? <laughs> I love Coldplay, but I would never think that far ahead. Poor Chris, I don't think I've gotten him a birthday present for the last like. 10 years. Well, I, I guess what, but, but, but here's the thing. But I don't, always, I don't, but I don't think, gifts. but here's the thing though, is I don't think that far ahead either. My, if somebody, that friend, like if Coldplay happens to come into town or whatever, that friend's probably going to be the one to be like, Hey, does anybody want to go to Coldplay? And right. then you go, Oh, boom, perfect. I want to get them some Coldplay tickets. Right. Or by the way, go organize some fun shit to do and say, Hey, don't worry about it. I got you at any particular time of the year or whatever but the idea that we all we're all there's this huge pressure to oh fuck what do i do what do i get them i don't know what to get everybody and everybody's stressed out around the holidays the holidays should be a, a time where you should be so i think so fucking chill and happy and you're surrounded by people that you love and that love you and you should be breaking bread together and enjoying time together totally. not stressing about i need to get down to macy's i need to go oh what do they need what are they what do i don't yeah. like that's all to me that's do you want to know can i interrupt you interrupt go do for you know what it's my your favorite podcast. holiday is? What? It's not even a holiday, but <laughs> it's daylight savings in the fall when you get that extra hour. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good. It feels so good. Do you good. have a favorite holiday then? No. I, uh, I, no, I don't know that I do. How I do mean, you feel about Valentine's Day? Uh, again, I think it's a corporate shell. I think yeah, so. I, you, I, you put I, that I, in the same category as Christmas and yeah, Hanukkah look, and any, everything anything, else? Anything that's kind of come up that. And by, and by the way, not that I have anything against Hallmark. I mean, I think that they do provide a great service and some, you know, some decent TV movies, one of which I was in. But the point is, uh, <laughs> but the point is, is that um, I, I don't I don't have a problem with some level of like, you know, affording people some love and, you know, mm-hmm. having an ability to do that. 
But Valentine's Day, like the pressure of like, what do you do? I do right? like Super Bowl Sunday. I, I'm with you. Can we call that? A I holiday? love. I love me some Super Bowl Sunday. Love me some Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> that's that's a really yeah. good one, right? It that's is a good. That's just is that, well is that considered like a like a holiday? Just get it. Well, to, to goddamn like Americans, it. It is I, a I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, Come maybe on, that's man. my favorite day of the year. God fearing yeah. patriotic <laughs> Americans. Super Bowl Sunday is it. You get to eat so much. You get to yeah. eat fattening Hell food. Yeah. You get to hang out with your friends. And people mo- are and just watching TV, so you don't even yeah. have to entertain yeah. them. Even though I annoy people because they're trying to watch the game, and I'm trying <laughs> to also get their attention because I need attention all the time. But sure this goes back to this acceptance thing. We, Zach, we've been there. We've you been have there. to hear. You have. You have to come and watch a football game with us, please. Oh, I'm Zach, in. I'm, in. Zach uh, I'm telling you right now, Anna. During a football game is the best. She gives that her own commentary. Compliment. She gives her own commentary. No, and by it's the way, so obnoxious. it's it's, it's amazing it. because it's amazing because you know because Chris has been teaching you a lot about football. Obviously, the Seahawks. You you're friends with Russell Wilson now, and you're all you know. You're like you know you no, and the Seahawks are like this. You and Pete Carroll. Husband. I love um, I love Russell Wilson. Yeah. So by the way, by the way, yeah. one of the last time I saw you guys was at the Super Bowl. Which one? Uh, Which Phoenix. one? I've been to so <laughs> Which many. One? No, in Phoenix. Uh, oh, that was devastating. It was. It was devastating. Yes, that was, but but still had a great time. <laughs> <Still> had a <laughs> great time. <laughs> but hearing her commentary during the games is amazing. I'm sure. she, it's all emotional. It's, it's it's incredible. She'll talk I have about. No idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but but sometimes like she, she starts to make sense. <laughs> yeah. she, she talks about motivation. She really talk. It's not about really the play calling, but it's more about the motivation. Yeah. Come on, guys. Be someone's, no, someone's Be morale present. is low. The yes. morale is low. What's going on? But um, no. So, but I. But, but all you that, have great insight about this, and well, you know what? I appreciate that. But We're, all that feeds. But all that feeds into ultimately. Sorry, I, that, that was the whole tangent to say. If a girl said to me, "I need a birthday week," it's like. <laughs> I don't even give a shit about a birthday day. So that you, the fact that you want a whole week is like, get out of here. I can't. I can't. That you need that much attention. Yeah. I, I yes. can't. I one man cannot feed all your insecurities. I can't do that. If a girl said, "I'm celebrating my half birthday," what would you say? You mean like, like, the like six months? Mark? The halfway. Mark? What the fuck? Is <laughs> she's even tracking that? There are so many no, other there are, important there are things girls in the world. That do that. I know for a I'm fact. I'm going to put this on my calendar. This is six months from my birthday. This yes. is important. It's my half birthday. You have my half birthday gift? No, get the fuck out. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Well, you already t- already touched on this a little bit. <laughs> Taking constant selfies, which we oh. did not phrase that very well. So how about taking selfies no. at all? Do you like? What do you think okay. about selfies in general? So, like when you see like no, a, no, no. a full on Instagram feed full okay. of like just selfies. What are your thoughts on that? You asked the right person, and <laughs> and let me explain. <laughs> After I drink a little bit of this quote unquote water that's in my head. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Recently. I actually got into, and I don't typically, I don't typically like uh, feed the trolls on social media because, because there's no fucking point. Because you can't have a logical conversation. You can't have a logical conversation in 140 characters, first of all. But you can't have a logical conversation with someone who's illogical. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So I don't normally engage. However, I had posted something. Because I, I, I was going through Twitter and Instagram one night. I was just like checking my social media stuff, and you know, every once in a while, you'll see somebody, and you're like, oh, they, you know, they made an interesting comment or whatever. Or somebody's got a weird profile picture, and you'll click on that, and I'll and I'll check out, you know, whatever their their kind of feed is, and and I saw you know a couple of people, and 
and literally their entire timeline was just in all, and all and the major, vast majority of their photos were just selfies and sometimes they were they were they were selfies that were all in the same moment so as if they went to the bathroom that day and they were like one here one here and one it was like a, it was like kind of a, <laughs> kind of a, like a right profile of yeah and 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 I sat there and I was like and and as I started thinking about it was that it, me? It started. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> they shall remain nameless. Uh, and um, no, but it, it just kind of dawned on me that you know when you look at different people's feeds, again, kind of on a philosophical level, but it just it dawned on me. I was like, I think that these are very interesting windows into who people are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize that they're giving other people windows into who they are if we understand what that means. And so. I tweeted out, I said, I said, um, I think that if, I think that the pictures people post on their social media say a lot about what they're, about what they're into. And I see a hell of a lot of selfies out there. Like, you know, uh, not even a winky face, but like the straight, the straight, straight mouth face, like the kind of like, like the blank face, like what the hell is going on with the world? And then, then I did like the eyes with the straight with the oh, straight right. face. Oh, that you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorites. It's one of my yeah, go-to. Yeah, now I know what you're that talking. That and the salsa dancer who does her little. Yeah, always yeah, doing yeah. a little dance off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best punctuation mark to me. Anyway, so I tweet that out, and then a whole a whole bunch of people, and of course, you start talking about selfies, and there there's so many passionate ideas or opinions about selfies, and and just to, just to be clear, I don't have a problem with selfies if you're doing selfies. Like, I don't have a problem with you being the person who takes the picture. So selfies is interesting, like the term. Because if you take a picture of you and anyone else or any background, it's still considered a selfie because you it was self-taken, right. right? I don't have a problem if someone's taking a quote-unquote selfie if there are other people in the photo. If, the, if you're at like a, a landmark, if you're at the Taj Mahal and you want to take a selfie with the Taj Mahal, right. my, my point is so many people are just literally at home or go to Starbucks and it's like Frappuccino or whatever. I go, and so I, I tweet this. I tweet this out, and it's there's a hell of a lot of selfies out there. And and what I was implying was exactly what is implying, which is you're into you. You're not into your dog. I don't care if you post a million pictures of your dog. I like if people are into their dog, rock and roll. If you're into food, it's kind of boring. By the way, even if you're posting a bunch of pictures of food or your kid or your dog or whatever, there's a good chance that a lot of people don't give a fuck about that all the time. But at least you're into something that is not yourself. And I think that we have created you're this. You're right. It's like the, the, the acceptance of vanity yes. without, without being... Narcissism. Without actually acknowledging or being aware of yeah. that idea. Yeah. But I'm it's validation. Actress, they're just so looking for I, validation. They're looking for likes. They're they, looking no, no, no. For, yeah, they, it's, they it's are. Just, they are. Because if they're pretty, and if they get enough likes, and then all, that's all it is, is validation, Com- right? Completely. Right, right, Kendall? Kendall is here with us. She's our digital agent at UTA. She helps us with our social media. So, <laughs> as, right? As is talk, that true? As she's, we talk she's about the narcissism yes. of yes. social media. Right. No, but, and, 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 right? And, and here's the thing, though, is so all these people start spouting up or off about... Um, Young girls, you know, this has helped help for a lot of self esteem for a lot of young girls. And, she, and then, but then, but then, my right, no, but the, these yeah. 
I don't know, selfie justice warriors who are like, right. like we, you need to defend your girls. I selfie justice and, warriors. And, but, but, then, but then my response, but, but, but to me, but to me, that's not even thinking about, yeah. well, hang on a second, you're treating a symptom, you're not treating the root. You, if you, if these young girls need better self-worth, all you're doing is putting a band-aid on the self-worth. Completely. You, those girls need to understand that taking a selfie is actually just making it worse. Exactly. They need to go deeper and go, why Why right. do I need to take the selfie? Because I'm looking at all these magazines on these racks all the time that tell me that I'm not good and I'm not in shape enough, I'm not in self enough, I'm not in vogue enough, I'm not in Esquire enough, I'm not whatever the hell you want to say. There's all these beautiful, touched up, all these photos, all the shows that they watch, and taking selfies is just digging the the hole deeper and deeper in my, in my opinion so we got into the oh, whole we got yeah. into this whole thing yeah. about it and for the most part as i was then again in 140 characters times 2 times 3 times 4 times 5 cuz now i'm on a rant cuz other people are like throwing out all these things i'm like i'm just going to i'm just going to try to explain to you guys who clearly are not looking at this as far as i'm concerned in a very logical perspective that I'm not. I'm not hating young girls. What I'm saying is Are that. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm quite positive. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I know you're kidding. Stop it. Um, what but, I'm hating but is don't what you I'm wish hating the is trolls could understand. People know, could understand. I, yeah, but, but the problem but they, is that. But the problem is that even, even no, 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 no. Even they are looking for validation. Yeah. Trolls are trolls because they want you to respond to them so uh, they can be yes. seen. Yes. So yeah. they can be heard. So yeah. you don't respond to trolls ever. I mean, every have you ever? No, no, no. Oh, I've responded to trolls, but I like, only, but like I, but angry, I, angry response. No. Oh, no, no, no. Never. No. I I don't get angry with people. Okay. I will set them straight. With a little winky face right. or a salsa dancer or whatever the case may be, <laughs> I will do that. Yeah. But I but I do it because I use them, whether they like it or not. I will use them as for an example. So anybody else who happens to follow me on social media, if they're on offense about something, hopefully I've dropped a little bit of wisdom or a little bit of truth. As far as I'm concerned, maybe it's not truth and maybe it's not wisdom, but I think it is to at least show them like this is what's wrong with. The world. This is what's wrong with society. People aren't even taking five minutes before jumping down my throat about what about young girls and their self esteem. Instead of going, oh, wait a minute, yeah, that's right. You're only you're only you're 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 putting a bandaid on a gaping wound in somebody's arm. That's the problem. Is that girls are not growing up in households or in a really in a society where they're taught your worth doesn't come from your tits or your ass or your makeup or whatever. It comes from your character. Mm-hmm. It comes from your heart. It comes from your mind. It comes from the things that you put into the world, your love, your kindness, and anyone else who wants to come at you and say well, whatever, fat bitch or whatever, like yeah. fuck them. They're the problem. Right. If you start if you start reacting to the assholes and then start starving yourself or God knows what else, and then you start doing duck face selfie all day long you're actually even though you think well I'm showing them you're being affected by them that's not the answer so so that's a long way of saying I'm against selfies <laughs> of, I'm against selfies that are just people in their bathrooms yes, or whatever exactly, or their right. Starbucks cups wait do you are you are you 
Are we playing in bed right now? What's happening? I thought we were going to play a game. I thought we were going to play a game right now. I'm totally ready right now. Look, Sim is getting really mad at me. No, no, no. We have a couple of calls. I'm not mad at you. But I was going to do this game. No, no, Sim is. By the way, I want to get through this game seriously in five minutes. Look at this. Let's just get through it quickly. All right, let's do the game. Let's do the game. Look at it. Okay, the game is called Name the Disney Mental Disorder. So this game is in honor of you, Zach, because you were a Disney prince. I was. Right? Name again? I am. You are a Disney prince. A, a Disney prince. I don't think you ever lose that title. From Tangled. From Tangled. Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider. But those who care, call me Eugene Fitzherbert. Yes. Continue. So we're, I'm going I'm to do a little game show here where you guys are going to name the fetish or phobia, which relates to the, either a Disney prince or a Disney princess okay. that suffered that. Either phobia, fetish, or Copy mental that. disorder. Let's, let's do right. this. Oh, this is, so I'm buzzers so here. Ready. Buzzers. Pick pick the one you want. Oh, one, These are buzzers? Yeah, one you yeah. kind of like, it's like a puppet puppet where you kind of squeeze and you, that like that. Okay. That one's yours. This is a shaker. Okay. Here, Anna, you're doing this. I know I'm doing this, but I'm going to. I have a prize, by the way. Lose. I have a prize. I have a prize for this. Are you guys ready to go? I want to take this home with me. Fine. You got it. It's yours. Here we go. Sorry, I was just testing it. Wait, Perfect. mine doesn't squeak. You shake yours. Ready? Question number one. Tonsurphobia. Tonsurphobia? Yes. So tell me the uh, the Disney prince or princess with tonsurphobia, and that's the fear of cutting your hair. Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Who's keeping score? Cassie, will you please keep score? It's one nothing. Zach. The second question. Bestiality. Oh, Anna. I don't think you actually Zach me. No, no, that was you. Go ahead. Uh, bestiality, that's when you want to make love to an animal. That's right, but what Disney prince or princess? or uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh wait. Oh, not wait. to get challenge. Challenge. You're, you're challenging? not asking for the name of the fucking movie. You're asking for the prince or princess. Thank <laughs> that's true, you. That's true. Okay, what, what was is the name, the name what was of the, the name? prince or princess? Yes, exactly. Shit. Belle. Belle, that's correct. <laughs> She got it, by the way. That was awesome. I'm so proud of you, Anna. Bullshit. I'm so proud of you for that. Sim totally bet that I would not get any of these, which he, he's <laughs> well, right. Well, hopefully you won't get another one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Question number three. Foot fetish disorder. Zach. Cinderella? Correct. It's two to one, Zach. Question number four. Somnophilia. Which is... Oh, Go ahead, Anna. Sleeping Beauty. You cr- you got it correct. That's Wait, correct. somnophilia is what? <laughs> uh, it's when you become sexually aroused by someone who is unconscious. Uh, I'm sorry. Sleeping Beauty was not sexually aroused by someone who was unconscious. She was the person who was unconscious. That's Prince Eric. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? He he totally right, got we're gonna, it. We're gonna give you okay, Cassie. We're what? gonna we're gonna give Zach the credit for that one. All right. No, hold next. on a second. We got some dissenting voices here. Oh, I was gonna say Oh shit! I forgot about Cinderella. Ooh. Oh fuck. Well, we can go back. All right, we're not gonna count that one. <laughs> we're skipping that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. All right, next one. Body dysmorphic disorder. Mm. Ooh, it's a tough one. Well, there's a lot of people who had some pretty... I'll give you a hint. Wants to have legs. Oh, Zach. Ariel. You got it. What's the score, Cassie? Uh, Three to one, one, Zach. The next one. Compulsive lying to impress others. Compulsive lying to impress others. There's a lot of people who did this. Anna. Prince of Persia? You're so close. Well, uh, a, 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 that's a video uh, game. Okay, but, yeah. B, a video game that's not okay, in but Disney he's canon. A man that flies Who on a is, carpet. What's his name, Anna? Oh, Zach, got it. Aladdin. Aladdin, that's correct. It's 4 1, Zach. Next question. You were super uh, close, though. Oh, Very close. Fuck Very you. close. But fuck you. You're getting your Zach. ass kicked right now. Cross dressing. Cross dressing. Cross dressing. Who cross dressed in the Disney canon? Mm. I'll going to countdown. Three. Oh, wait, Kendall wants to answer. Okay, by the way, the audience. Can someone answer this besides Cassie? What's the answer? No, no, that's incorrect. No one gets this. Milan. That's correct. Amy, my girlfriend Amy, gets it. That's right. There you go. I wasn't hot on Milan. Anyway, continue. We have one. We have two more. Keep going. Necrophilia. Anna, you shook it. No, oh, shit, but I just was raising Yes. Do it. You got it. Necrophilia. Necrophilia. Who wants to make love? I thought we already did... Uh, that was uh, making love to... Being aroused by someone who's yeah, unconscious. That, that Necrophilia is... No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. Who wants to make love to a dead person? Who wants to make love to a dead person? I wouldn't say com- dead. Be like, I think the line's are a little blurred under a spell. Necrophilia. Uh, what? Five, four, three, two, one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it to the audience. Necrophilia. No one? The answer is Snow White. The prince. Did we already Come on. cover that? Yeah, but we already did Snow White. She was no, unconscious. We did. We, totally we did Cinderella. Did. We did Cinderella. Oh, Sleeping Beauty. No, the one that you did. Someone was aroused to sleeping. No, no, no. Oh, Snow White. Snow White. Sleeping Beauty and Snow White. Yes, yes. These are two different. No, I said Prince Eric. Look at Kendall. Okay, Kendall, I love you so much. Copy that. Copy. Hey, this was, by the way, Zach won, but this is a tiebreaker. I thought this would be a, a good tiebreaker. Let's do it. Tiebreaker. Um, Let's do it. What is the only Disney movie to have a sex scene? The only oh. Disney movie to have a sex scene. Is it live action? Everyone mm-hmm. here knows it except for you two. Everyone uh, knows uh, it. Uh, only this is embarrassing. Is it, is it animated? Can we it's ask to- questions? Disney movies are usually animated. I know, but sometimes there's. Ah, we have a guest from Zach. The Lion King. Correct. I'm just, I just got to be really honest Zach? right now. I just got to be really I'm honest. We have a, wait, Z- wait, I want you to present the prize to Zach. All right, present my prize. Great job, Zach. Well, I was, I'm so happy for I you. I was trying to be fully transparent, and I'm going to wait until you give me my prize. Where is my prize? Can it be one of, one of these it. massive steins that you have on your... Boudoir? What is that? An right. end table? What do you call that? Uh, she's bringing. She's bringing your prize. I'm also bringing a little bit of this. But Zach, when she gives it to you, I need because this is an audio podcast. I need to describe it. Okay. Before I describe my prize, I just want you to understand. 
that I knew the answer because you put the sheet with all of the questions and answers right there, and I'm really good at reading upside down. So, so you're kind of a cheat. You're no, a cheater. No, you're, you're no, totally a cheater. no, yeah. I, no. But this is this is I'm an opportunist. Enough, far enough away. From I'm an opportunist. <laughs> There's a difference. You <laughs> fucked up. I got the answer. Well, and you also get the prize, by the way. And I also get the prize. And I'm going to present you the prize right now. Okay, you ready? I'm so ready. Give me that. Okay, close your eyes. I'm closing my eyes. I got my hand out. Hold out your hands. Both of them. Oh, oh, whoa. It's a big one. Is it your penis? <laughs> oh, wow. What is this? Oh, can I open my All eyes right. now? Describe it. Describe everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pony. <laughs> uh, this is... Um, <laughs> This is uh, <laughs> wow! How can how do I explain? This is something that Tarzan might wear um, if Tarzan was a stripper. Uh, What's this, the brand? The, the brand is Candyman. It is a zebra outfit. Um, it is it is essentially an I get to describe. <laughs> thank you. It's a banana hammock that uh, that also has like a shoulder strap attached to the front and the back. Uh, in a zebra print um, uh, that uh, is that is black and white zebra print, uh, so it really holds your junk well. <laughs> and might I add, well done. You knew my size, extra large. So thank you very much. I hope you like your prize. And by the way, we're I ready. just hope it's not too tight. <laughs> Will you try it's on or like the pictures afterwards? Will you put that on? Oh, absolutely. Promise <laughs> not. Um, we're going to call some listeners right now who've Let's been waiting for a while. You should pass it around, though. Pass around oh, the prize. Yes. So lovely. And we'll get a picture see. so we can post it on our social. I know Kendall's thinking about that right now. Yep. Uh, so we're going to call Haley. And Haley is in Washington, D.C. She's Ooh. 23. Ooh. Politics, Haley. I'm going to keep scooting in my chair for a long time. You should do that. It's really good for sound. Back they love and that. forth. Wait. No, it's Hello? Haley. 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 Hi. Hi, Hi. Haley. Hey, Haley. Can you hear me? <laughs> um, Hi. It's Sim. Anna is here, and I'm going to introduce you to Zach Levi. He's here as well. Hi. Hi, Haley. Hi. What's going How on? How are you? Really well, uh, thanks. How are you? You're so sweet to stay up so late for us. Yeah, it's 12.15 out there. I know. I'm, thank you. Thank you so much. That's, that's okay. bad. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you work for the government and, you know, you guys need to get your sleep. <laughs> so we, we promise to help you. Promise, 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 promise. Haley, you want to know, okay, know if you should ask your boyfriend of a year to move across the country with you. But before that happens, you have some concerns. So tell us what's going on. Okay. So some background. I'm from the West Coast and that's where all my family and friends are. We're on the West Coast, Haley. Uh, they're in California. What part of California? Uh, San Diego. Oh, rock and roll. Okay, cool. This is all pertinent information, by the way. Okay. <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, so um, uh, then when I went to college, I decided to kind of branch out and um, went to the East Coast. Um, and then, you know, I liked it. But then towards the end, I was kind of over it and excited to go back home. Then, of course, like one month um, before I was going to leave, I met my now boyfriend. Um, and you know, he's a great guy. I thought there's definitely something special there. Um, but then, so I had to kind of make a decision of, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to stay here for another year. 
and I kind of mentally gave myself that timeline. Um, and then fast forward now, a year later, things were going really well. Like we spent holidays with each other's families, our families met each other. Like he took care of me after surgery once, like, you know, things like we hit all those milestones and then both of our leases are coming up soon. And he's kind of been mentioning how he doesn't really like it here anymore and wants to move somewhere new, but couldn't really think of like the specific place he wanted to move. So that's where I kind of chimed in and said, well, Hey, like what about California? Like you like it there every time we visited. And he kind of was very hesitant and, you know, said, I have to think about it. You know, it's a pretty big move. I'm just not sure if I can do it. And it's been like a week now and we've made no progress in this decision. And like, I just don't know what to do at this point. Um, I guess my question to you guys is like, I kind of think a year of dating, you should kind of know like whether there's a future or whether there's no future. Or I don't know if you guys think I'm being too like harsh with this one year deadline. It's like such a pretty big question to ask someone to move across the country. Like, after any time of dating them. So I just don't really know what to do at this point. I have a couple questions for you, Haley. How old are you? I'm 23. And how old is he? He's in his mid thirties. He's in his mid thirties. Okay. Where is he from? Uh, like new England area. Okay. So he's an East coast kid. Yeah. Okay. And when you started dating him, and but you already had in your mind that you were going to give this a year before moving home, did you tell him that? I didn't really tell him about like the year thing, but I did tell him like, hey, I want to end up there eventually. Well, eventually is a pretty vague term. <laughs> that could be three years, yeah, that could be five years, that could be 10 years, especially since you're so well, young. And I then, mean, that, you know, that could be a long time. Yeah, and I, I kind of told myself a year, but like also wasn't, like dead set on that, but it just kind of so happened that he brought up wanting to move. So I just offered that. I don't know. Well, I guess what I, the reason I'm asking that is because I think that had you told him a year ago that, Hey, I'm just so you know what, you know, we just started dating, but I've been thinking about, I was already thinking about maybe moving home. Then I met you and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of down to stay here for a little bit longer, but I kind of have my heart set on moving back home or back to California within a year or something like that, that would have given, given him more time to be able to process this decision. Now he's kind of been sat with a couple of weeks ago. You're saying this is the first time he's hearing about it. So I don't know that giving somebody just a couple of weeks to process a, a decision that large, especially somebody who's seemingly probably more established in their life. He's like mid thirties. That's a pretty big move as far as I'm concerned. So I think what you have to ask yourself is, and this is just coming from me, I think what you have to ask yourself is what is more important at this point should he decide that he doesn't want to move to California? Is it more important that you guys stay together and move somewhere together or is it more important for you as a 24-year-old to go back to California? Because there, there are other uh -huh. fish in the sea. I, I'm sure you guys are having a great time right now. It doesn't mean you, go, you both can't find somebody else, but ultimately, and coming from a man's perspective, I, I would say that, you know, if I'm him, I would say, look, if you dig me and you dig the trajectory that our life is going on right now, I would hope that you would come with me or, or at least, you know, we'd have a conversation about where it's mutually, mutually beneficial for us. And a couple of weeks is a very difficult, 
uh, short time mm-hmm. frame to be able to decide, well, I'm going to go from living my entire life on the East Coast to now moving to, to California. And by the way, I'm a California kid. Like, I love San Diego. I love California. I yeah. think that he would, I think he might have a fantastic time in California. But if he grew up in New England, he's living in D.C., that's a different kind of mentality. Anna? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Haley, I I'm always come from the place of being of being kind of selfish in love because I think that especially as women it's especially at your age in your 20s it's it's just really important to not compromise yourself too much your career your goals for um the vagueness of a man and it sounds like he's being really vague right now and that and that's okay on his end he might he clearly doesn't know exactly what he wants but um, but I don't think that should stop you from doing anything because I, I don't know if I would necessarily, and this is like, I get so much, I, I kind of get some shit for saying this kind of st- thing, but I don't know huh. if a woman should marry somebody in their early 20s, you know what I mean? As a woman, if yeah. you should get married uh-huh. in your early 20s. And so I, I would always recommend waiting even if you guys stay together and live together and move wherever I would definitely wait on commitment because um, it's important for you to just be thinking about your own goals right now I want to add something so um, so Haley when we you and I talked a couple of days ago you told me that he has in, in the year that you've been dating he has never once said that he loves you uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I, 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 I yeah. to me, that's almost kind of, that's almost kind of the litmus test right there. I mean, yeah. you guys might be having a great time together, but after a year, everybody's got a different scale on that stuff. But I don't know, a year? That's a long. That's a long time to be dating somebody without ultimately kind of at least asking yourself, do I love this person or do I not, and should I then share that information with them? What do you like about him? Because if it just comes down to security, but if it's like sense of humor or handsomeness or like the way, I don't know. But if it just simply comes down to the idea of security, um, I've made that mistake before. Uh, a lot of people have that we've talked to that I know. And it's 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 really worth rolling the, rolling the dice on breaking up with them, I think. Uh-huh. horrible well no, it's or, not it's not horrible it's no. been a year and he's never once said that yeah and, and she's thinking about asking him to move across the country no not her? thinking not thinking about it. she she asked him i mean you guys are talking about moving somewhere else yeah. together he he's open to the idea of moving somewhere with you correct yes right and then you suggested san diego two weeks ago yes right and so he's like i'm not sure i'm thinking about it I mean, I'm look. I'm still going to go back, regardless of the love thing. Although I do think that's something you really need to mm-hmm. check in with. I, I personally don't think a two weeks heads up is a long enough time to, to ask to to get an answer from somebody. I don't. That's a, that's a big move, and that's a that's a big situation. So I wouldn't fault him for that. That's why I said I really feel like you should have probably told this guy from the get go. Look, I think transparency is a huge thing in relationships, and as somebody who's gone through a failed marriage. And the things that I wish I would have, I could have gone back and said, these are the things that I'm really adamant about and things I feel about. But instead, it was being a kind of a hopeless romantic in those things. I wish I would have been more mm-hmm. transparent with myself and with her in that situation. So transparency, transparency, transparency. You could have told him a year ago, and he could have 
warmed up to this idea because you can't force somebody to warm up to an idea. You need to allow them to go through their process. Two weeks is a difficult thing. But but, that said, mm -hmm. if he hasn't said he loves you in all this time, and again, everybody's on their own time frame. At the end of the day, what I I might suggest, and take take it or leave it, but maybe you look at him and say, look, take all the time you want. I'm, I really feel compelled, if, if you do feel compelled, to move back to San Diego or back to California and tell him, you know, you live your life. I'm going to live my life. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll stay open to the idea of us p- potentially working out, but I'll see other people and you see other people and let me know. That's going to freak him out. Well, you know, but, but in, here's in, the in thing. A good a way, good, in a good no, way. In a good way. Exactly. But, good that's, way. but that's the thing. Because I'll wake him up. Right. But that, but to that, me, may, that may wake him up or that'll just be telling. That, exactly. But either way, it's still something that will help you to understand where, where you guys stand, where he stands with you, where you stand with him. Hell, you might get to San Diego and a, couple, and a month goes by and all of a sudden your feelings might very drastically change because you met somebody that immediately... Hot surfer, dude. You never know. You never know. It's but, that It's that kind of thing. But but I do think that, um, you know, when we require honesty out of people, which I have a really hard time doing, but when you do, they reveal their hands. And if they make you feel bad, if they're evasive, if they're not, if they're not giving you a straight-up answer then that should answer your question in general. You know what I mean? Like, right? Like, well, okay. Okay. But, yeah. but just, just to throw back to you. So you and Chris, I'm talking to Anna now, you and Chris, you <laughs> were thinking about moving into this home right now. How long did that take for you to decide? Well, we lived across the street. Together. I understand that. Yeah. But then this house came, came for sale. Yeah. And then how long did it take for you guys to decide that you wanted to move into this house? Two hours. Bad example. Bad example. <laughs> Bad example, Haley. Uh, has there never been a decision in your life that that you were, that you vacillated on for a while? Uh, I I have. Or are you just that impulsive? Made, I've always made horrible decisions. <laughs> that see, is why I'm, I'm see, unqualified. Haley, I'm a Libra, so I vacillate way too much. I literally I weigh, I weigh pros and cons forever. So wait then. Mm-hmm. Let me turn it back to you. Yeah, then. turn it back to me. So turn when, down for what? <laughs> so how long? Let's say you're interested in somebody. Yep. How long would it take you to ask that person out, or like to to make it like a live-in commitment, or? Well, look to me, it all depends on the magnitude of the decision. Asking somebody out is not that difficult. At figuring out whether or not we should live together is a bigger move and then figuring out whether or not you should get engaged is an even bigger move and then you know ultimately married is the biggest and then kids after that how long did you and Chris vacillate on if you should have kids and or rather when you should have kids time two, two hours time <laughs> yeah um no us well yeah so we got married and then we decided to have kids I think we like we started trying about a year and a half in okay and uh, so you wait, so you know, you, but you both yeah. knew you wanted kids, yeah. So why not just have kids right away? Because it wasn't, we also wanted the idea of like getting a little bit of freedom without sure. a child, absolutely. But before that, um, I don't know, you, you're right, you're right though. But there, but I think what you're tapping into, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the subconscious idea of anti decision making, like with my exes, I didn't get pregnant we didn't have pets or whatever because i we both not in my 
other relationship, but I've only had like three. But in previous my uh, the other previous relationship, we didn't have any cats <laughs> um, because I I did feel like on a subconscious level this was going to end. Right. So even though I wanted that, I didn't want to confront that idea. Right. But but he's saying that he's actually wanting to move somewhere different. He's with her on that. The only thing he's struggling with is, do we move to California? And that is a pretty... If she said, hey, I want to move... You guys are in D.C. now. If if she said, hey, I want to move to New York, that might be a far more interesting idea for him because you're still on the East Coast. He can still get to his family in New England and he can still get to D.C. if he still has a job there. So then Haley, would he want that? Is, Is that true, Haley? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, that's kind of one of the places he was thinking of, but still yeah, said, you're right. I don't okay. know. <laughs> so it really is about, it's really about location then. I still think the big red flag is the fact that he's never said I love you. I think that is a red flag, but, but again, I also am scared about their age difference. I, so am I, so am I, but we also know that men and women develop at different, at different levels. And by the way, by the time you get to your mid twenties and mid thirties, that's an age gap. Even if it's 10 years, it's, you know, it's not like your mid twenties and your teens that you, you're not... You're both adults, you, but but look at the end of the day, and and Anna's correct about this. You need you need to be honest with yourself about what you want. If you really, 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 really want to move back to California, if that's what you need, then you need to do that. And if this, if and if your guy is just not down for that, then that's okay. That's well, okay. Haley, did it, okay? Does he make you feel good? Just in general, do do you feel? Do you just does he make you feel good? Yes. Do you feel but not like not like sexually, like I mean, like (laughs) like a value as like as a personality and and as a person, does he value like the time you spend together? You know what I mean? Like, do you? Yeah, definitely. Why do you think he's never said I love you? I'm so bothered by that. By the way, if he makes me feel amazing and he's never uttered those words, uh, yeah. Why do you think he's never said that to you? I just always thought it was like his personality, like he's kind of more reserved and conservative. And I always just thought like he was just keeping it all inside and like thinking about all this because I think he actually knew deep down that I wanted to move back. And he might have I thought maybe he was just taking his time because he knew once he said it, it would be really serious. Yeah. So I thought maybe he was just waiting for that commitment. Can I ask you, um, can I ask, can I ask you two questions? Uh-huh. I'm going to ask you two questions anyway. Uh, um, have you ever told him that you love him? 
no. So you've been I'm waiting. A chicken. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is interesting. That is interesting. So, so you've just been waiting for him to say that he loves you. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Okay. So it, could it be then that he's waiting for you? And by the way, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is the right thing, but there are guys that have gone through various things. And this, by the way, this is going to lead into my second question, but there are guys who've gone into cert, gone through certain things in life and they've been really hurt. And so they're waiting for an opportunity for the person that they love to say that they love them in order for them to feel safe enough to share that. So there's, there is that. And then my follow-up to that is, do you know of any traumatic experience he's gone through in his past in relationships that might be holding him back from that? So he's never really opened up about that. So that's, that's another thing. He just hasn't really talked about his past relationships. So I'm not sure. And have you ever have you ever asked him? Yeah, yeah. I've asked him. He's just been vague about it and like changed the subject. (laughs) Do you guys spend how like would you how many hours a week would you say you spent together? Um, like, like almost every other night, I would say. Like you know. Do you stay at his place or does he stay at yours or both? Both. Okay. What does he do for a living? Uh, he travels, um, he's like a consultant, so he travels around. Okay. Do you, do you feel like he, do you have any, uh, questions about his fidelity to you? No, not really. I feel like I heard a little bit of a hint. I don't know, Haley, I don't want to assume anything, but I felt, I feel like I heard a hint of of question in that. Um, I mean, like, I really don't think he is cheating at all i think he's i have i have a pretty good like i don't think he is <laughs> i promise um okay well i think that he sounds like he wants to remain a mystery which is unfortunate mm-hmm. but if that's his prerogative then that's that's what he's gonna what do if, what if she okay i'm just posing i don't think this i don't know if this is the best idea but what if she actually just like Put all their cards out there. And I, th- I was literally about to say the same thing. Uh, Haley, I think you should go to this guy and you should say and sit him down. And I know this is a ballsy thing to do, but this a lot of times is in life. I think this is what we have to do because somebody has to be the instigator. Somebody has to start the conversation. And I think you need to go to him and say this. These are all the th- And by the way, including I think you need to say, I feel like you've been vague with your past relationships and I don't know why. And I'm not I'm not faulting you for it, but I really need to know about this stuff. And mm-hmm. I want to know about this stuff because I care about you. And, and quite honestly, I love you. And and just say it and just say it and and you know it, it's a, it's a bold and it's but look there's and it's a lot terrifying of, and it's terrifying but look for either party it's terrifying <laughs> yeah. to do and and mm-hmm. as much as I wish that chivalry and all of that stuff was alive and well unfortunately we are we're in a different world now and a lot of guys don't know what to do because you know to some girl you hold the door open for them and they're very grateful another girl you hold the door open and they go what the fuck I can get the door for myself you know it's 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 it's, it's a weird it's a weird world we're in so guys don't exactly know what the cues are but if you're in this place and you really care about this guy and do you love him yeah. Okay. Well, if you do, then you know what? I tell you, I tell you this. I tell you this. If you actually if you actually love him and not to get super weird and sappy, but it's that whole thing of like if you love something, let it go and if it comes back, it's meant to be and if it doesn't, then rock and roll. I'm paraphrasing. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> but go to him, tell him I care about you. I want to know these things about you. I can't keep moving forward unless I do know these things about you. So, um and I really want to move back to California if that's what you want to do and, and tell him 
I love you. So if you want to continue this, these are some of the things that I need to happen. We at least need to have a conversation about where we're going with this. And I need, and I need to know that you love me. I can't keep going on in a relationship where I don't know if you do or don't. You just got to get laid mm-hmm. on the I line. think that's right. Anna, do you want to give her final advice? Do you agree with Zach? I totally agree. And it's so true that the rules, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard to be honest with uh, people, especially if you feel like they could make you feel incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. And, but, uh, but I don't want, you to be stuck in a relationship. I don't want to hear from you at like 28, 29 when you're asking us like the same questions about, I want to hear from you, but about a different <laughs> dude or the same guy. And you're like, Hey, we're married. We're having babies. But, um, but I don't want, I don't want you to be stuck in something that makes you feel bad about yourself because uh, nobody yeah. deserves that. And so so I, ho- I really hope that I know that Zach's exactly right and Sim too. And I know that if you if you can summon up the strength to have an honest conversation with him, I think I think you'll find it ultimately rewarding. It'll be painful mm-hmm. and lonely and scary if if it things, doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But um, but I I think that you'll find a lot of strength in it if it if if it goes your way amazing if it doesn't go quite your way right now then it will go your way later and that's and that's three out of three unqualified people telling you the same (laughs) advice so i think that's the best we can do we're all we've all been through heartbreak all of us have yes true so we know i think we know what we're talking about sort of we don't really we don't really that's true but we all are we're working towards the you know i mean yeah yeah but but Haley yourselves i played a doctor on television (laughs) Haley, we have to go will you send me an email let me know how it went please yes i will thank you so much nice meeting you Haley. Haley. thank you bye bye we have one more call it's so crazy how um the idea of of um, loneliness and we we get a lot of callers that are in their 20s and I don't feel like I, I well I don't know how to give anybody advice clearly but um, but the idea that people aren't able to be straightforward in any way they're scared but but everyone's scared everyone's yeah. scared yeah, yeah. But, but I mean I was but I every, am but that's everyone. Yeah, yeah it I mean, is. it really yeah. is everyone. It, and until you until you can find, and honestly, I think I think the root of a lot of these problems is self worth. I struggle with this to this day. I think everybody does. If the more self worth you have, the more the the more uh, ability you have to confront something in your life that may be affecting that self-worth and shed it immediately. Right. The less self-worth you have in your life, the more inclined you're, you're willing to hold on to something that may or may not make you feel like you have more self-worth because you're struggling with that. So if there's something in your life that makes still makes you feel good, but it's not exactly what you want, you're more inclined to just kind of flow with that because you don't, you don't want to say or do something that might scare that away because you're struggling with your own self-worth so that's where it still comes back to am i do i love myself do i like myself do i take care of myself and if i do all of these things and i'm solid in myself as soon as you meet somebody you go this is what i need boom 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 boom. completely abcd efg this is what i need and then and then that person responds in kind hopefully you found somebody else that has self-worth they respond in kind you go oh you know what we work or we don't work we have one more call. 
Only, only one? I could do this all night. I know. You're so great at this. What was talking You really are. This is, um, this is Meg. We're going to call Meg right now. She's in L.A., actually. Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan. We're calling oh, She's still sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Meg, are you there? Hello? Meg, you sound like static. Meg? She did, oh. oh, Meg. Meg. Hello? Hi, Meg. Meg, we Hi. thought we didn't get you. Oh, my God. Meg, I want to introduce Yay. you to, uh, to uh, well, Anna's here, of course, and so is Zach Levi. Zach, hey, Meg. hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Meg. Doing? Hello. I spoke to Meg earlier today, and I think she's absolutely incredible. I really, really enjoyed talking to her. And Thank by you. the way, what she what she is kind of going through right now is something that I feel like everyone, in a, in, a, in some weird way, and especially you guys as performers, I feel like you guys can kind of relate to this in a way, and maybe give her the advice that she probably needs. Um, but Meg, you're nervous about a big work event coming up next month. Tell us why. So um, last year, I started my own business. It's awesome, and I really enjoy working for myself, but that also comes with a lot of responsibility, and a big part of that is going out and networking at these conferences and events, Um, and that is really difficult for me because I am an introvert, and I do really well with one-on-one interactions, but I have a really hard time with meeting a ton of strangers back-to-back. Um, in a big room and um, I just feel like you're kind of expected to perform and it's competitive and you're making a million first impressions and you're not really getting to know anyone and that's really a challenge for me. Well, in a weird way, I don't know if this is actually speaking to what you're saying. Sorry, I did not let you finish. But small talk... No, that's fine. Small talk at social events in LA is so difficult all i want to do really hard is zoom a zoom 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 and a boom boom just shake your shake your (laughs) so i had to go i had to you did it i I love it yeah i don't know i'm so glad you did by the way i'm so kicking i stretch and i kick i'm 50 i'm 50 years old continue meg no i'm sorry honor you were saying oh no just that just that that, well i know i want you to finish your story but i do have i i I empath. I am. I feel really. I'm feeling really empathetic towards your plight right now. And in, in, in the difficulty of small talk. Well, the difficulty yeah. yeah, because uh, ultimately you just want to talk about real things, right? And yeah. so you have to go to all these events. You have to do all this like bullshit here in LA, and you make small talk. You talk about like whatever shit you're doing and whatever, but really you want to talk about the deeper shit, which is. Well, she told me she gets nervous. I get nervous and then, you know, I think about these interactions after the fact and I'm like, what did I even just say? That wasn't even English and I didn't say half of the things that I wanted to say during that interaction. I didn't finish my spiel, you know? Were you drinking and or were you speaking Spanish? (laughs) Meg, ignore that question. Um, I'm gonna get, we're going to get to the heart of it. I'm trying. I'm trying to bring no. a smile to her face no, right but now. Listen, no, listen. She's talking you, to three strangers right now. She's you, only good on one on one. I'm trying to loosen her up. You got to understand. I wake up at I wake up at three in the morning, regularly, <laughs> wondering day. what the fuck did I say last night? Why did I say yeah. it? Do people like me? I, I'm of course like haunted by like all the social neuroses. 
that go with so, with living here with well just being human and um so you're you're please don't think you're alone there's nothing you could say that would be anywhere near as stupid as anything i could say I, I can vouch for I that. Doubt I doubt I've heard, I've, I've heard Anna say some really fucking ridiculous things. Yeah. Um, I'm Meg. a big fan of your show, and I listen to a lot of the things that you say. And Thank you. I think oh, you're, you're talking hilarious. about hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Meg, can I ask you a question? Uh, what What sure. is it that you do for a living? I have a little pajama company. That's awesome. What kind of pajamas? Uh, they're bamboo and organic cotton, and I started the line Ooh. because I actually I broke my spine a couple of years ago, and I'm as sorry. I was recovering, I found that I didn't like a lot of the things that were in my closet. So I said, well, why don't I just make some? And what's the name of your company? And I did. This is a nice plug, by the way. <laughs> it's called Raven and Crow. Raven and Crow? Yes. That's cool. That's a good name. I it like is that. really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, so Meg, um, I, I, I'm, I'm a, if you, if you haven't already been able to decipher, I'm, um, not an introvert. <laughs> uh, I'm a raging extrovert and, and probably always have been in my entire life. Um, and, uh, and, and as an extrovert, I do find it, and I, and I, this is actually one of the very, I find one of the very interesting paradoxes of life because I have a, I have a very hard time understanding introverts. I have a very ha- hard time understanding what, uh, what it is. That, I, I feel so, I feel so natural in my own skin that it's that to me it seems like well why isn't everybody like this this seems normal and i know that i'm i'm assuming that introverts probably probably feel the same way you look at us crazy int- extroverts and go why the f- why are you so crazy um don't you include me in your group for me what the biggest difference between an introvert and an extrovert is is that i recharge myself with oh quiet time and alone time yeah. whereas as an extrovert, you get energy from being around other people, oh, no, which is one, so great in a situation like what I'm facing. No, one hundred percent. I, I, I was actually, I wasn't suggesting that you don't feel comfortable in your own skin. I was saying that I don't understand how introverts do, and I think that introverts do feel that way. And you don't necessarily. You, you probably look at extroverts or other introverts look at extroverts feeling the same way that I do the other way across. But my, my, totally. my point is, while I'm no, while I'm no expert on introversion what i would say is this um the only two things i can think of are one as and i and i don't know that if this will help or apply to to you but although i do think that introverts and extroverts can learn a lot from each other um i have a hard time sitting down and like having alone time i should have more alone time and introvert friends mm-hmm. that i know help teach me that like to sit down and just take a fucking second and read a book instead of wanting to every every single time a friend texts me and it's like, Hey, let's get some food. I'm like, great, let's go. Where are we going? Like, I want to be around people. I love it. I thrive on it, but I, but that doesn't mean it's always healthy for me. Sometimes I need to hit the brakes, chill the fuck out. And I need to spend some alone time because even if it doesn't charge me, it's good for my soul. It's good for my mind. It's good for my heart. I, I want to be a more well-rounded person, and if I just keep going full bore as an extrovert, I don't know that I'm ever going to get there. Who needs more acceptance? What? Oh, introverts or extroverts? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's a really good question. I think we, I think we, I think we both need acceptance. I just think it, it's the level of or the amount of. Uh, we not, just put a lot of energy towards getting <laughs> yeah, acceptance. Right? I guess I don't know. Um, but so so the so as an extrovert to an introvert in the situations that you're finding yourself in right now, the only piece of advice, or if this makes any sense to you, is is I would say this. One of the things that I, I I've learned is. I don't have to give in order to be impactful in a situation where I might go and be having to socially network, which by the way, even as an extrovert, I fucking hate. I don't like networking. I don't like feeling like the only, so I, I don't, so I guess to that extent, you know, feel empowered in the sense that it's not even an introvert or extrovert thing. I don't think anybody really loves networking. There are some people that are very good at it, but I don't really love it. However, that being said, I think one of the things to remind yourself in that is most people understand that in a business setting, it's not a matter of how do I make a personal, like real life, let's talk about our lives and what we do in our personal time and our family and our friends. You can actually just make an impression with your spirit. You can make you can make an impression with your mind. You can make you can make an impression with your heart, with your character. And that impression Regardless of the depth of the conversation, the impression of your character is what goes those extra miles. You meet somebody, you hand them your card, you say, and especially, by the way, if you're passionate about what you do. To me, that's the most important thing. If you are passionate about Raven and Crow, Raven and Crow, am I correct? Yes. Right. If you're passionate about, by the way, a little redundant, but we're going to go with it, Raven and Crow. But if you're passionate about Raven and Crow, you're going to give them your card and you're going to, you're going to give them your spiel about your company and about, about why you love your company and why you created your company. And if you guys never talk about what your favorite latte is or where they're from or where you're from or anything, if you, if you give that pitch with passion, and that's a real passion, that's a transparent passion, they'll feel that. And then you leave them with that card and you go, Hey, I hope we bump into each other another time. I got to bounce. And you go and you, and you go somewhere else. And you may have, as an introvert, you might've drained yourself a little bit because you don't necessarily recharge by meeting other people. But if you go and go and charge yourself up, supercharge yourself up before you go and do these things with all the alone time you need, and then use that battery to go hit as many people as you can with quick hits and go, Hey, I'm Meg. This is my company. I'm really passionate about it. This is why. Give it a little bit of time, and then and then and then say, "Hey, it was it was great meeting you." And by the way, this is this this is one of my one of one of the things I found to be very helpful to end a conversation and end it really well. Finish it with, "And what was your name again?" And they'll say what their name is. And you can go, Tom. It was a pleasure to meet you. I got I I, I gotta go. I gotta go uh, do this thing. And they go, "Great, nice to meet you." And I'm telling you. It works wonders when people come up to me and they want to have a conversation with me and I'm happy to have a, but I, you know, I'm happy to have a conversation with, them, but I only have so much time then repeat yourself. And by the way, it helps you remember what their name is and you go, and what was it? Excellent. So nice to meet you, Tom. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. And if they were impressed by what you just told them, which I, hopefully they will be, then they'll contact you. And if they weren't, then that, that, that was a business connection that you don't need to have. And if that is not the route you want to take, the only other thing that comes to mind to suggest to you is perhaps, perhaps you go and be a part of your business and you find a partner who is 
the salesman, who is the extrovert, who Hi, does. My name's Anna. <laughs> there we go. And I represent. Oh, Raven that would and be Crow. awesome. <laughs> and and by the way, and a lot of people do that too. A lot of people do that too. Steve Jobs and uh, and uh, Wozniak. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, not that that was an introvert extrovert thing, but you know, people find partners, and you you have your strengths in your department. So, you know, that might be helpful for you too. But th- those are the two things I feel like I can I could add to you, Anna. Uh, I, he, I mean, you know, honestly, I don't think there's anything left to say here. Yeah, but so, man, no, that was that so was that amazing. was really that was that was awesome. But listen, like I, I <laughs> tune in, believe, tune in I next week in for company, the unqualified wanna, podcast that I'm running. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. I want I want to see your products and let's like let's like you know let's like, like why don't you design? Can you design some unqualified pajamas for us? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. A hundred percent. Oh yeah, my god. All right, send me an email Incredible. and then let's 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 do some business. What do you think? I'm in. Meg. Absolutely. I better get I some of these you. fucking pajamas. Yes, you will for sure. Meg, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And um, I, I really do feel like Zach is fan. completely right on. Thank you. And so Zach, my husband is a huge Chuck fan. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you tell him I said thank you very much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I will. Definitely. God bless you, Meg. Thank, thank you, you so much, Meg. Bye. 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 So Sim does this crazy signal. It's super covert. He swirls his finger around <laughs> up in the air. Do it again, Sim. Okay, nobody understands what this means. But I do. Oh, I I actually Wait, I actually got you, that. You do, what, what do you think it means? You, yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of a universal signal, Anna. I don't I'm, I'm surprised you've never, thought. That's you never thought. seen that before. No, no, no. Sim came up with it all. There's so many of us. There's there's wrap it up, no. there's wrap it up, there's stretch it out, there's stretch yes. it out. My favorite that I created is milk it, milk it. I love everyone here. Uh, is this the end? Zach, this is the end. Yeah. This is amazing. And you've been so one of our you've been one of our honestly oh, yeah. our advice shows. You're you're on a different level, yes. seriously. That was yeah. that was that was really impressive. It was unbelievable. Thanks, guys. I couldn't feel kind of more unqualified. Yes. Um, well, I'm glad I helped you understand your podcast myself. even more. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so speaking of unqualified, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at unqualified. By the really way, our new website. Our new website. We oh, actually yeah, it's no longer on unqualified.com. If you want to submit a question, it's now unqualified.com how much did that we cost spent like four hundred and sixty thousand dollars for that it was insane we spent a fucking shitload but now we are 11 letters shorter we are now unqualified.com you totally know. we spent a shitload please. yes that's true i understand but the yes. internet okay please subscribe on itunes uh, and zach oh your nerdist headquarters please talk not nerdist that's chris hardwick oh that's kurt hardwick excuse me the it's nerd right. the nerd headquarters the nerd machine the nerd is, machine is, is my me. is my company you can go to the nerdmachine.com uh, nerd hq is the yes. is the event we do at comic con that just finished up which is why my voice sounds so smoky and raspy sexy and i would say sexy sex and uh uh you can follow Ooh, me at, at Zachary let's have Levi a sex on, off on twitter and okay quick sex off before we, before we yeah. where we sign i was off. Yeah. i did not sign off on okay, this, no, this no, no, is... no. we're gonna say a weird a sentence that is not sexy okay and you and i are gonna have a, like a sexy off fantastic let's do it what's all the, right what's the sentence? uh let's do something like uh those curtains need to be cleaned. Okay. <laughs> Who's first? Oh, shit. I, you know what? Actually, Sim, I, yeah. can't, I can't come up with a sentence because that already sounded so sexy. I itself. really did. You want me to come up with a sentence real yes. quick? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. These curtains 
are immaculate, just like my pussy. I mean, that's not fair. I don't have a pussy. No, Anna's going to say Oh. Well, well yeah, but we, don't we have to say the same? His life is yeah. un, it's unfair, isn't it? Hang on. You know what? Go ahead and get sexy. All right. All right. All right, I will. These, These curtains, curtains are immaculate, just, just like, like my pussy. pussy. Come on, listen to the man. <laughs> <laughs> These curtains are immaculate, just like my pussy. Zach, your turn. Your turn. I'm sorry, that was sexy? That was really sexy, but like, can you, can you, can you, can you get sexier than that? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. All right, let's see, oh, yeah. let's see. Oh, God, I'm mad. You want to try again after this? These yeah. curtains right. are put. <laughs> these curtains are pussy. <laughs> <laughs> these meat, these meat curtains. Wait a minute. Um, these curtains are immaculate, just like my pussy. That was really sexy. See? Thank you. Really good. You, Thank you know you. what? And, uh, you know, I'll know, and I don't you know, even have a pussy. I, by the way, uh, Zach won unless you can, you know what? You want a rebuttal here? But then. <laughs> Let's see it. These curtains are immaculate. Just like my pussy. <sighs> oh, see, she added the extra breath. Okay, she okay, wins. She wins. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>